dear passengers, and welcome aboard the Self-Growth Train, a podcast that combines personal stories, opinions, and research in order to better guide you through your self-growth journey. My name is Frances Maris Rivera Pacheco, and I'm your tour guide. First, I want to say thank you for tuning back in for season number three, the season of embracing. Before I get started, however, I want to go ahead and invite you to listen to season number one and season number two. I also want to go ahead and invite you to please, 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 please write a five-star review with maybe one or two sentences. And hey, if it's not five-star for you, that is okay. I'm not going to take it personally, but I would appreciate if you will still put in however many stars you think are deemed appropriate for my podcast and give me some feedback, you know, because the whole point of this podcast is to help you grow, but also to help me grow along the way. And today, dear passenger, we're going to be talking about strengths. Now, unlike weaknesses, I don't really like to quote-unquote embrace my strengths. I think that a lot of times I perceive it as becoming arrogant or cocky or just very full of myself. So um, I remember like back when I was little, my aunt used to tell me all the time, like, you know, you have such a great energy. You're so nice. You're so kind. You like to give to people. You have humor. You have all of this. Like she would try to like hype me up and in the back I'm just like no I'm really not all that and she used to call it humbleness I now realize I just did not accept any of the strengths that she was pointing out because I deeply did not believe any of it now do I believe that I have a certain personality that can be seen as outgoing and all of this yes of course absolutely like I know I have a very easy time talking to people and I love talking to people at the same time however I wouldn't say that that is necessarily something that I'm like amazing at, whereas other people might consider it one of my strengths. But while doing research for this podcast, I realized that a lot of times I have been denying my strengths because I don't want to disappoint. And we all hear about the imposter syndrome and all of this. And it relates back to that. Like, I don't want to put in this front that I am, in this case, like, let's say I'm a very personable person. And then all of a sudden, there's a day that something happens. And I just, I feel super antisocial. And I don't want anybody to talk to me. Like, I don't want to, in a way, disappoint the people that are counting on me to be that person. Or the fact that I'm always very bubbly in all of this. Like, it's hard to see somebody that is so bubbly. And then all of a sudden, like, be dead silent. (laughs) So... I just, I think that this episode is needed for a lot of people, myself definitely included, um, and I can't wait to dive into it. And just like two weeks ago when I did the research for the Embracing Your Weaknesses, I have a couple of articles that I'm going to be talking about, but I also wanted to bring us back to last week's episode with Pawan, where he talked about embracing your present and also about how the way that we perceive ourselves or the person that we want to be will ultimately help us develop uh, the skills or the strengths in order to become that person. And I'm not sure if you have heard the episode yet, but just in case, spoiler alert, I want to start introducing myself as a healer. Why? Because that is my ultimate goal. I love being around people. I love the fact that people feel comfortable around me and That is definitely something that I feel that it is very aligned with my purpose. And that's why today I want to just dive in and explore ways to embrace our strengths in a way that doesn't make me feel that I'm being full of myself or that I'm being an imposter. 
And the first article that I'm going to be using today is titled "Whole Beauty Is Dot 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 Embracing Your Strengths," and it's basically giving you three tips on how to start learning how to embrace your strengths. And the first one is making a list of your strengths. Now, I don't know if you guys have had the chance to do this before, but I have. Uh, in fact, I have done strengths slash achievements before. And it's interesting because every single time that I try to write down my strengths or I try to write down my achievements, there's a part of me that starts downplaying everything. And I remember that at the beginning of the year 2020, Um, I'm a big Mary Forleo fan. If you guys have not heard of Mary Forleo, she is an amazing woman. I listen to her podcast. I have her book. I just, I watch her religiously and she has helped me a lot through my self-growth journey. But she made this uh, video where she was talking about reviewing your decade because we were getting into this new decade, right? So it was going to be, so technically, sorry, it was 2019 going into 2020. So she wanted you to look back into 2010 till 2020. Um, so that way you had an idea of all the things that you had accomplished, like how your goals had come about, if there were goals that were changing, if there were goals you were still working on. Um, and I remember sitting down and I was writing down every single little thing that I could find. Like it would be something like, for example, when I was in high school, Uh, I started reading this book um, by Gemma Halliday, right? And at the time, I was part of the journalism team, and I put it upon myself that I wanted to interview her. Now, mind you, you might have not heard about her, but she was a New York Times bestseller at the time. I don't know if she still is, but I hope she is because she writes amazing. And I came up to my teacher, and I was like, listen, this is something that I want to do. And she was like, I mean, if you can do it, you can do it. So I reached out. And I got a response from her and I did a interview with her through email and we featured it in our newspaper. And that for me, that wasn't that big of a deal because I was like, okay, well, I just, you know, I just emailed someone and they replied and then we have paragraphs and then we put it on a piece of paper and then now people can see it. And I remember my teacher was like, so impressed. And that's Mama Patterson. Um, if you're listening to this again, you know, you're one of my biggest 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 inspirations when it comes to writing and also when it comes to just living my life because she has always been such a strong supporter of me following my dreams but like I remember that she would spend so much time trying to push me up and tell me like Francis like that's a big deal like you're barely 18 you are in school and you managed to get an interview with like a New York Times bestseller and I'm like okay but like again I just see it as that or how about the fact that one day I wanted to work at the radio station And there was this, at the time I used to go to church and there was this guy at church that worked at the radio station and I just went up to him and I was like, hey, like, are they hiring? Like, I just want to learn. Like, if they don't pay me, that's fine. I just want to learn. And then bam, I started working at the radio station. Or the times that I have asked for things because in my head, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. But due to my personality, um, it's just my mindset really of like, if you ask, you might receive, you know? And you know, my personality has also gotten me out of trouble without me intending it to. Uh, I recently, again, everybody's fine. Um, I was recently backing out my car and I was wearing sandals and long story short, the sandal broke. And because it broke and it was holding my foot down on the brake, um, I accidentally scraped this guy's car. And obviously he was very, very mad. And he was just going off on me and I'm like, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, well, I did what I did. It wasn't intentional, but now I have to deal with the consequences. So as we waited for the cops, 
um, I have this travel Scrabble and I love Scrabble. And I looked at him and I was like, would you be interested in playing Scrabble as we wait for the cops? And he's like, what is that? And I'm like, it's okay, I'm gonna teach you. So as we're playing, there came a point where we he was just like, you know, I apologize for having gone off on you. It's just, it's been a stressful day and everything. But like, honestly, like after getting to know you, I just, I don't feel right charging you for that, like that little scratch. And I'm like, listen, like, no, you're in your complete right to get mad. Like I did something, was it intentional? No, but I did it. And so here I am. And he actually ended up not wanting to charge me. And he was like, I just want to leave it how it is. And I'm like, okay, but in that case, let me buy you some coffee and let's finish our game of Scrabble. And when I told that story to Carrie, and I know I talk about Carrie all the time, if you haven't heard the episode with him, please go back to season number two and go ahead and listen. Um, we talk about emotions. And I was telling him the story and I was like, you know, and like, thank God I had to scrabble. And he was like, it wasn't the scrabble, Francis. It was you. Like the way that you are, the way that you were handling the situation allowed for him to be open and say I want to spend time with this person while at the same time forgive them for something that they didn't even intend to do in the first place so that was a very teachable moment for me and I will say that it's definitely a strength of mine that I have been uh, denying for years and now it's time to embrace it Uh, just like I should also embrace the fact that I am very passionate and I am very loving and I am very uh, involved with the things that I'm interested in, whether it be people, causes, or projects. Like, at the end of the day, I just want to be around people. I want to see people grow. I want to see people succeed. I want to be a part of everything. Not in a way that is like, oh, Francis made this happen. No, 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 no. I just want it to be like, Francis was there and she was a part of it. Like, she was there cheering people on and she was there helping people out. And that's that's my overall goal slash purpose and that's why I say with a lot of confidence now after having that episode with Pawan like I know my purpose I know what I want to be and ultimately what I want to be is a healer but in order for me to be a healer like I have to embrace all of these strengths that will ultimately lead me to becoming that thing that I want to be and that thing that I want to be able to one day walk up to someone and say I am a healer hi my name is Frances and I am a healer Which brings us back to point number two from the article. Find little ways to shine every day. So again, I'm going to use myself as an example. After I did my list of strengths, after I had that episode with Pawan, after I read that article, I came to the conclusion that in order for me to find little ways to shine every day, I have to surround myself with the thing that I most want to help, which is people. So I have now placed myself in people's lives, not in a way that is too overbearing. And it's also not in a way that is like very, very, very committed. Like I'm not there every single day, but like one of the things that I'm doing right now at my job, I have an immediate group of coworkers and it's about 50 of us. And I have now taken upon myself to every week, try to take at least one of them out and get to know them and just get to know about their goals. And, you know, spend some time with them, some quality time and like, I don't know, like figure out if there's a way that I can help or if there are things that I'm seeing that I can send to them. Like I've already done this with a couple of my coworkers and it's interesting because once you put a goal in your mind, things are going to start coming your way. So for example, one of the people that I was interacting with, her name is Jamie and 
she really wants to start doing art. And all of a sudden, like I'm finding all of this art stuff around our Jacksonville, Florida area, and I'm just sending it to her. I'm just sending it to her. And like we have this joke now where she's like, girl, you really are a psychic. And I'm like, no, it's just that now that I am aware as to what exactly it is that you want to accomplish in life or what things intrigue you, I'm able to be a part of it. And like, you know, like again, I don't see Jamie every day. I don't talk to her every day, but like every time that I'm able to find something that reminds me of her or anything that reminds me that this is something that she's working towards, like, yeah, I want to be a part of it. And like, I'm going to send you that link. And if I find like a teacher, or if I find something or like an event or anything like that, I'm going to send it your way. Because at the end of the day, that is one of the ways that I feel like I'm shining. That is one of the days that I feel like, okay, I am helping you reach the goals that you have set for yourself. And that feels amazing. Which brings us to point number three. Learn how to embrace compliments. This one hits home because even though I can admit that I love spending time with people and that yes, I can heal people on occasion and that yes, people feel super comfortable with me and that yes, people love to be around me for the most part unless I'm having a bad day. I have an issue accepting compliments. And I, this is a thing that hasn't been happening for years. And even recently, like one of my friends, he was just like, Francis, like, you're amazing. Like, why can't you just accept it? And I'm like, I don't know, because it makes me feel like you're seeing me like, uh, you're putting me on an altar. And like, people on an altar don't make mistakes. Going back again, of course, to the whole imposter syndrome. Uh, and I think that, it's very, very hard to take compliments when you don't really believe in your strengths. But I am finding little ways, um, and it's funny because that friend in particular, like his name is Brandon, and he takes compliments so easily. Like it is the funniest thing. Like I'll be like, oh, I like your shirt. And he's like, thank you. And I'm just like, how do you do that? <laughs> like, how do you do that? And he's like, because I'm genuinely thankful. I'm genuinely thankful that you took the time to point something out. I'm genuinely thankful that you brought positivity into my life because you saw something positive and you wanted to bring it up. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So I have been working on it. I'm not doing the best, but I will say I am doing better. I also want to talk about another article that I found, and this one is from the Success Magazine, and it's called Why My Imperfections Are My Greatest Strengths, and it's by Debbie Bieri. And she talks a lot about learning how to accept, which is kind of the same thing as embracing um, your strengths, but she also gives three tips on how you can kind of start to embrace those strengths. And the first one is journal every day for a month. And in those 30 months, you have to write about what you accomplished, what you're proud of, and what you have excelled at. And I'm going to be completely honest. I have not taken this challenge of writing every day in a journal for a month, but I can tell you from my experience of doing it for that whole review of the decade, it was very hard because I was not under the practice of constantly having to remind myself of the things that I had accomplished or the things that I was proud of or even the things that I excelled at. And coming in 10 years later and trying to like keep up with all of it, yeah, it was very overwhelming and it was very hard. But I think that developing a daily routine in which you take time to really sit down and reflect and say, I did this and this and this and this and this will really help you start to see where you're strong at and also not only see it, 
but also validate it. Because there will be days where you're like, oh, I haven't done anything in my life. Well, guess what? I got now 30 days worth of accomplishments, worth of proud moments and worth of excellent moments that I can look back and say, um, actually, Francis, you are wrong. According to Debbie, another way that you can start embracing your strengths is to start a compliment folder. Now, I have not necessarily started a compliment folder, but I do have a folder on my work email that is called thank yous. So in this folder, I just put in anytime that somebody says thank you and they go into detail about it because I feel like a lot of people just say thank you. <laughs> they don't really necessarily mean it or they just want to like, you know, just express like a quick gratitude. Um, and yeah, sure, like I technically I could put them in the folder, but mm, no, I like to keep anytime that somebody has said thank you to me and like written about it and be like, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for being so proactive. Thank you so much for being so nice. Thank you, like all of that, because it really personalizes why they're grateful for you. As a matter of fact, back when I worked at the school and back where I worked at the car dealership, I was struggling because there were a couple of my coworkers that I did not get along with. So I started this thing called the thank you challenge, which was if there was someone that I really did not like or I was having a lot of friction with, I will write a thank you note. And this is why. Years ago, when I was at UF, um, this was in 2014, I lived with 23 other girls. I know, you can imagine how it was when we were all synchronized. But anyways, there was this girl that from the get-go, she just robbed me off the wrong way. And I remember that there was this one day that I was just like, done. So I grabbed a piece of paper and I wrote a note. And in the gist of it was, I am very proud of you for everything that you're accomplishing, but also like, can you stop being so braggy? Like it annoys me. And like, I don't, I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm just saying that like, I can't stand you when you do this. But thank you so much for, <laughs> I know it's kind of passive aggressive, but I was like, but thank you so much for taking a leadership role at the house. And thank you so much for doing this and this and that. Because my whole point was, even though I don't necessarily always like you, there are some good sides to you. And when I was struggling at my job at the school and my, my job at the car dealership, I decided to kind of use the same tactic, except that instead of naming the things I didn't like about them, I was just going to focus on the things that I was thankful for. And it really put you in a place where you had to reflect and say, okay, what is something? Just find one thing, just one thing that you're grateful for in regards to that person. And when I started this new job now that I have, uh, it actually grew into not a method for me to deal with people I didn't get along with, but a method for me to be genuinely thankful and grateful for their impact on my self-growth um, along the way. And you know, I always say this and I will say it here. When you say thank you, don't say it verbally. Not because you don't mean it, but because it's, very, it's a passing moment. Uh, if you're gonna say thank you, like take the time to sit down and actually write it down and personalize it. I think it's very, very important. And it also allows the person to go back whenever they're doubting themselves or to go back whenever they don't think that there's anybody out there that feels that they're enough or feels that they are essential. Um, it allows them to go back into something written by someone that is telling them exactly why they are important and why they have made such a big impact and i think that's very powerful so i now have the practice of saying of saying thank you but more importantly of writing thank you notes as much as possible 
The last thing that she tells us to try is to ask our trusted family members and friends about our strengths. I know it's cringy. Uh, it's uncomfortable and it's something that I don't necessarily want to do, especially when it is unsolicited and I get those comments and now I, you want me to go up to the person and tell them, hey, tell me to my face what you think I'm good at. Uh, but I think it's important, especially if you're listening to this podcast, that means that you're taking one of the many first steps, okay? One of the many first steps that you're going to need in order to grow into the person that you want to become. And part of that is knowing your strengths and part of that is knowing your weaknesses, right? But a lot of times we put so much focus on the weaknesses because we think that growth is only in regards to the areas where we need improvement. But here's the thing, growth is not just for the areas that we need improvement. Growth is also for the areas that we excel at. Why? Because we don't want to just stay at that level. We don't want to stay stagnant. We want to grow and be even better. And that's an amazing thing to have the ability to go to someone and say, you know, I know that I'm good at communicating, but oh my God, I just want to be great. And then after great comes amazing. And after amazing, it comes excellent. And after excellent comes fabulous or whatever words you want to use in order to like kind of, um, measure that level but yeah like I think at asking family members and friends and hey even co-workers I ask my supervisor all the time Christiana what do you think I'm good at what do you think I'm bad at and she tells me this all the time she's like why do you always focus on the bad things um and I think it's because again I up to this point I've had this mentality of well I only have to fix the things that I'm bad at but the reality is no like you should also look into the things that you're good at because you can always improve them And more importantly, she also points out that it is important to know when you're good at something and when you have the potential to be good at something. And I think that's very powerful too because sometimes we will kind of disregard our potential strengths just because right now we are not categorizing them as our strengths. And can I just be honest with you, dear passenger? It wasn't until two weeks ago, right? when I did the episode on embracing my weaknesses, that I finally, finally uh, felt like a true podcaster. And I know it sounds so weird because I have had, up to that point, I had what, like 13 other episodes? And even throughout the way, I've been getting like little reinforcements here and there, um, whether it be statistically or whether it be like messages from Apple Podcasts or messages from Buzzsprout or like messages from listeners you know like you guys like passengers talking to me and telling me like hey this episode helped me or hey this and this and this helped me uh I ever since I started talking about my weaknesses and now that I'm talking about my strengths I just I feel like this very very positive energy uh surrounding me and just this excitement like I'm so so excited for you guys to hear all of these episodes and for you guys to get involved and tell me what it is that you need because like I finally feel confident enough of saying like, you know what? No, I am good at this. Now, am I at the place where I think, quote unquote, I should be? Uh, probably not. But at the same time, I know that I have the potential of helping so many people and that is what keeps me going. Like that is what I'm passionate about. And I'm just so glad that you're here today. And yeah, like I just, I guess I'm gonna keep saying like, thank you, thank you, thank you so much because this is, the reason that I created the podcast in the first place. I just, I want people to not feel alone and for people to grow at their own pace and just know that it's gonna be okay. 
Can I get a shoo shoo? Well, my dear passengers, the time has come to reflect for a couple of minutes on all that I covered on this episode. First, I want to say thank you for being here today. Self-growth is an endless journey towards self-improvement. However, you don't ever have to do it alone. As your tour guide, my goal is to guide you with the best intentions and the best research available. Today, we learned about embracing our strengths. We now know that when you write a list of them and you find ways to use them to shine every day and you learn to embrace the compliments you get from them, you're able to recognize, embrace, and validate the power within you. Remember, it's not just about being good at something right now. It's about unleashing the potential within you for today and your future. So tell me, dear passenger, how do you plan to embrace your strengths today? Please make sure to send me your response at my email, theselfgrowthtrainedpodcast at gmail.com. I would really love to hear your stories and the types of topics you will be interested in hearing about in the future. If you like this episode and you can't wait to hear more, please subscribe and follow below and come back next Tuesday. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Self Growth Train Podcast. All the resources used today have been added to the episode's description. Well, until the next step, dear passenger, safe travels. Bye.